Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, host of Bachelor Nation News. Halfway through December, it's the 15th of 2022. Welcome to Bachelor Rush Hour. Ooh, boy, we got some good music for you today. It's called Strolling With You, and I'm strolling with you guys on this rush hour ride home from a thirsty Thursday work. How did everyone do today? Did you crush it? Did you mail it in? Are you just getting by? I'm with you on all those. I feel like I'm doing all that. I feel like one day I'm crushing it. Hundreds of thousands of views. Then all of a sudden, a week later, we're barrel scraping. There's nothing to talk about. And it really just reminds you to keep showing up. Because that's what you got to do out there, right? You got to keep showing up. Not necessarily to your work, but whatever creative endeavor you have. Life event. Kids Little League game. You just got to show up. That's literally 90% of it on my channel is show up, slap on a good thumbnail, and maybe there's stories to talk about. We actually have four different videos I made. I say we. I made four videos today on the Bachelor Nation News channel. I'm only going to share two of them with you here uh, because the other two are very highly uh, uh, visual, one of which being the new promo for Bachelor Zach premiering January 23rd, 2023. That promo is just a lot of voiceover. Oh, doesn't Jack, Zach look good? You know, he's, uh, you know, showering, shirtless, doing the whole thing. So you can go watch that, which, by the way, I, I still think it's a great video on the YouTube channel, but just not appropriate to share with a um, audio medium like you guys. And then the other piece of content I'm going to leave on YouTube primarily is Dean Unglert saying yes to his fiance. He's already engaged, but she proposed to him. Uh, and a nice little horse uh, ride, horseback ride that they had. And um, that video is available on the YouTube channel. So what I'm going to bring to you right now is just two topics in reverse order. Um, I have a video about Johnny uh, taking a last dig at ex-Victoria and her current boyfriend, Greg Rippo, as he releases his final statement. And then, of course, I go on a political rant. So again... I'm going to leave that as the last video. I think it's a great one. I think it's a hard one to follow. I think I make a lot of good points. I'd love to know what you guys think about that. Uh, but I'm going to have that second. Now, the first video is Susie Evans on a phone call with Cole Barrett. Barnett? Barnett? Is that his name? Barrett Barnett? He's from Love is Blind Season 3. He's on a new podcast. Very well done. And they discuss... Um, you know, possible new matches for him. Susie calls in, they hit it off, and I'm going to play that audio for you next. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for all the support and the love you've been sharing with me during this holiday season. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate everyone who's been following, liking, rating, and reviewing. Without further ado, here it is. Susie talking with the guy from Love is Blind, season three. Have a listen. Let's jump right into this. First, here's Susie and Nick discussing a future lover or a current new guy. And then afterwards, we've got Susie on this podcast um, where she calls in and um, we hear the on-air flirtation with her and Cole Barnett from Love is Blind. All right, so let's get to that in a second. But first, Susie and Nick. Uh, any dates while you've been out here? No, um, not a date. I haven't been on a date yet. No dates. Yeah. What have you been on? Uh, or you know, I've been on, mm? I've been on, uh. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know what you would. I mean, like I hang. Just, I've like spent time with people, mm-hmm. you know, one on one or in a group. Mostly, mostly group. Like pretty much entire, actually entirely group. I've I've not spent one on one time with somebody, but I've. Spent At any it. point, did you wake up having to wear the same clothes you went to bed with? Yes. I, I did, but actually not what you would think. Yeah, I but, did that on Saturday and yeah. I was sleeping by myself. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I actually, um, Elise from several seasons back saved me from sure. a weird situation. And so we actually what? went to her hotel room, put on robes and ordered food. So then I did have to put my dress back on okay. from the night before. But yeah, not what you would think, I guess. Okay, so she Nick, a good attempt by Nick to to coerce a a confession of a new guy. But here's let here's here's Susie calls in and she's either with Cole Barnett or or they have some options. Here they are. Dent. Here we go. All right. So before okay, so let me set it up. So they've got several women they want to set Cole up with. Susie's the first one. How they got her on the phone, I don't know. So we got our first caller. What was your name, caller? I'm Susie. Okay, we have Susie, who's our first contestant. And I'm going to go ahead and pass the phone to Cole, and he's going to introduce himself, and then we're going to have you uh, just kind of tell him why you think that you and him would be a good match. Okay. I'm desperate for love, Susie. Why should I marry you? (laughs) Hi, Cole. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Um, I'm going to start by letting you know that my voice is a little raspy because I was at my best friend's wedding yesterday and we were belting out the classics on the dance floor. I'm a destination wedding videographer, so it's safe to say that I love love and getting to pursue my passion for work. I'm pretty laid back about almost everything, but I do think that I have high standards in a partner. Um, I want someone who's thoughtful, considerate, and has good communication skills. But I also think that I bring those things to the table. So I know that a relationship is a two-way street. I love to work out. I love the ocean, the beach. I enjoy cooking. But I also love going out for dinner and drinks. Um, I adore my niece and nephew. I'm close with my parents, my siblings. And I was actually with my sister-in-law just before this, and she told me, just tell him this. I did clean it up and censored a bit because it it wasn't the most appropriate, but um, (laughs) ultimately what she said was, you are super funny, incredibly kind, and the most spontaneous person I know, and incredibly selfless. You would do anything for anybody. What what was the inappropriate part? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Honestly, she just threw out way too much information at once. That mm. I was like, that's not that's not first date material. You know, you so got- just pa- just to pause this. What a great podcast this is to have the production value, the closed captions. I mean, you know, kudos to them. This is good. Um, you you have a secret side <laughs> to you or something. I think maybe right now I'm on my best behavior. Ah, uh, okay. okay. You know, so I'm putting my best foot forward, but I think in my family in general, we are, we tend to uh, cross the line when it comes to joking. So we love to have a good time. You oh, know? okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, this is a comedy podcast, so these guys are cracking <laughs> jokes left and right. But. Love that. Love that energy. Yeah. Okay, Cole. Nice. All right. We're actually going to hand it over to Drew over here. He's going to vet and see. Get deep in there, Drew. All right, Susie. I have some follow-up questions because this time around, it's got to be real. Yep. You know, we have to make sure you are the right one. Mm-hmm. You said that you're a beach person. Yeah. <laughs> Totally unrelated. How do you feel about holy socks? And, oh uh, my god! 
I need to show. The How do you feel about so holy socks and sticks st- like... and dirty jeans? Does he have dirty jeans on? Oh, women do not like a guy with dirty, uh, dirty jeans. Do Let's jump it. it forward. Susie, this is Jay. Nice to meet you. Hey, Jay. You said you like to travel, correct? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay, guys, when we do stuff with our partners, we like to know that it's the first time that we do it. And <laughs> if Cole asks you to go somewhere and you've already been there, would you lie and say, oh, sure, I would like to go? Or would you tell him that you've already been there and take the air out of his balloon? Okay, so I would do a combination of both because I've never been there with Cole. So if there's somewhere that he wants to go, um, somewhere that I've been before, it would be like a whole new experience because we'd be doing it together. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's not who I am. But I will reassure him that it'll be like the first time because... We've not done it together. And so we can find new things to do. We can... Uh, what have you been there with your ex before, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, you can, you can... All right, so anyway, let's jump ahead. I want to get to the ending of this. Sliding into... Oh, all right, well, let's let Cole say goodbye t- uh, yeah. to Susie. Susie, hurry up and get in my DMs. Hey. <laughs> I'll shoot you whenever. <laughs> hey, you, have, you haven't. You, we haven't gotten to the other contestants, and you're already. <laughs> you, you, cool, we cool, cool, to the cool. Other contestants, man. Easy, you're, easy. You're canceled. We're cutting you off. <laughs> easy there, guy. You weren't lovely ladies to me, you know. That is true. That is true. Yeah, this is the first. You know, don't. <laughs> you know, don't. So don't throw all your eggs and. I agree. Blink-182 together was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't think anyone else is going to beat that, you know. <laughs> All right, we're, we're right? cutting y'all both off. Y'all both sounding real thirsty. <laughs> hand, that, hand that over here, Cole. <laughs> y'all sounding both real thirsty. Susie, thank you so much Bye, for calling Susie. in. Bye. Susie. Appreciate it. We appreciate you. It. You have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye. All right, we'll get his thoughts. Question, uh, question. Okay. Should we even go to the other two? <laughs> <laughs> Are you even going to give the other one? This is great. This, like, uh, love is blind uh, phone call here. So, obviously, Susie must... Must have known who Cole was, but I don't know if Cole knew who Susie was. I don't think if he if he understood that she was former Bachelorette. So I don't know anything about Cole, but we have Love Is Blind Zainab. Am I pronouncing that right? And Cole, do not speak after dramatic wedding. I stand by everything I said. So um, she said, I stand by everything I said before detailing the status of their relationship. We do not speak. We didn't really leave a friendship or a mutual respect, I think, for each other to have. So there isn't communication between the two of us. Um, Not to toot my own horn, parents loved me. I I would have loved the chance to meet them, win them over, maybe if Cole had the support of his family. I did get to meet some of his friends, and they said, wow, we love her for you. I do think we had our highs. I I brought out a different side of Cole, and I think maybe we would have... We wouldn't have ended up where we did, so I do think it would have made a big difference. Okay, so... I've asked people because I, I I didn't watch the season and people had like real strong opinions based on Cole uh, over here. I think if we go to Instagram, let's see if we can pull up his Instagram status here. Cole, um, uh, see if we can find it here. He's got like something like half a million followers. So it's obviously like he's on a big show here. Um, I don't see the DM. Hmm. No, it's not right there. Um but either way, uh, we I just found a random TikTok of someone grilling Cole. Uh, let's have a listen. Can we talk about these two? Now I have, I feel like, very centrist opinions on this topic. As somebody who has been insecure most of my life, Zeneb is extremely insecure majorly. Cole, a complete a-hole for the commentary that he made about Colleen. 
Let's BFFR. Colleen is absolutely nothing special. She is not ugly, but she's also a regular average looking woman. And that is no shade. Not everybody needs to be this top tier. Oh my God, whatever. So for him to be gassed over her like that, mm, the comment, oh, I usually date Lily's, not Zenab, racially motivated. Calling her bipolar, gaslighting. Do I think that Zenab overreacted a lot? Abso-freaking-lutely. She has a lot of unhealed trauma. Do I think that Cole genuinely could be sorry? Absolutely. Jeez. I mean, I'd, maybe I should watch the season. Is it worth me watching Love is Blind season three? It sounds like something very, very dramatic went down. So if we go to, let's search the um, the, uh, the, the Nets podcast here. So this is where we'll leave it up. But um, uh, Susie responds, uh-oh, in the comment section. And um, I don't know if we got a response from Cole yet with regards to whether or not he's going to go on this date. But people commented, sorry, but Susie's way too good for him. Uh, some other comments here. I mean, so this podcast here, I don't know if the Nets, yeah, it's a new podcast. They've only had 30 something plus episodes, but clearly they're doing the Lord's work by getting some dramatic insights into the crossover dating world, which is Love is Blind and Bachelor. And as we know, we also reported yesterday or the day before that Katie Thurston may be dating or at least canoodling, conversing with, talking to, chatting up uh, the dude from The Circle. So Netflix v. ABC, lots of dating happening there. Let me know what you guys think. You know, to me, it all just feels like publicity. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. That's all it feels like. Tomorrow, I'm going to discuss the potential uh, upgrade for Susie as possible bachelorette of 2023. I think if she wants it, she'd be the best option right now. Uh, but again, that'll be tomorrow. She denies that there's been any serious talks regarding that. But if she's single, I think it's her job to lose or win depending on how you look at it. All right, folks. Well, here's uh, what Johnny had to say in his recent Instagram post regarding his season on Bachelor in Paradise. All right, let's get into the story. Johnny, of course, was at the People's Choice Awards, ready to go with a beautiful, what'd you call it, turquoise, um, sort of wetsuit fitting sports jacket there with a Steve Jobs style uh, undershirt. So, it's been a few days, about a week or so since the event, and now he's got his statement up. So let's read what he has to say. He says, the journey. It's all about the journey. Or so they say, although things may have not ended exactly how I wanted them to, everything happens for a reason, and I couldn't be more happy with it. We did the damn thing. I've been pretty quiet about it all, and honestly, that's just the way it's gonna be. In a world full of noise, I'd rather keep some peace of mind. With that being said, I appreciate you all for the continuous support, and I'm excited to share this next chapter of life with you. Don't forget who runs Geometry Beach. I'm out. But before that, photo dump on, photo dumping on y'all. Ciao. You know, as a comic, you know, we have the thing called efficiency of words or economy of words. It's all about getting to the joke and the point as quick as possible. So by ending with a chow, that's like the Sousa da 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 
You know what I mean? Like, that's a real staccato way to end this. He's got friend Eric Schwartz saying, love you, bro. Hashtag Team Johnny. And Tyler says the realist for now. Ciao, beat Batch Nation. So clearly there's an inside joke happening here. Ciao, Batch Nation. I mean, boy, good good time to be an Italian. Really got the Italian uh, uh, culture. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat a pizza just for, uh, this, for, for this story here. I bring it back to carbs. You know what? Due to this story, I'm just going to eat a boatload of spaghetti and call it a year. Uh, we'll worry about our diet next year all right so there he is let's go through his carousel of photos of course we met johnny when he and gabby fell for each other and he wasn't ready for her it looks like we have a producer there with johnny in some sort of nightclub happening here um looks like there's no audio and then johnny in some sort of beautiful city i don't know where it is town center off the top of my head could it be bruges it looks like it could be bruges um uh main square i'm not really sure and then we have johnny there hanging out with tyler what appears to be logan which by the way happy belated birthday birthday to Logan. I think his birthday was yesterday. And one Aaron Clancy all hanging out on the beach. And then there's Geometry Beach in the audience. Very nice. Very well done. Uh, let's see if we recognize any of the audience members here. Oh, it looks like this is our friend. Uh, is it Whitney? Is that our friend there? The uh, PhD student who's... St- oh, and then we have Mar- Mari and Kenny. So, uh, and then Gabby and Rachel. Wow, they snuck them in in the corner. So, very interesting that uh, Gabby got snuck in the corner there. Gabby single, Johnny single. So, there Johnny is at the Par- Bachelor in Paradise reunion sharing his. Uh, you know, thoughts on the situation, as it were, of course, didn't exactly go well. He didn't know that Greg Grippo would be there. Tyler speaks with him in the parking lot afterwards. A lot of emotions ran high, of course. Well, that's uh, a close on the books for Johnny. We got a lot more to talk about in this video. Uh, our friend Justin Takes the Batch, I saw this past week at Dr. Lovegrove's party, posted the hard launch of Spencer from Tasha's season. He got Tasha's first impression rose and Sam from Clayton's season. As we know, Sam didn't even make it to the end of night one. She was like, Clayton, it's not going to happen. Two gingers, uh, you know, gingers like to spread out. Uh, you know, you can't have two gingers together. What do you create, a leprechaun? Come on, redheads. It's all fun. We love redheads. Um, but do you create a leprechaun? I don't know. So there they are doing their slow dance. Am I in the background of this? Is that me? Where am I? You could tell by the bad dancer, that would be me. Let's see if we can find me. This is Romeo right there. By the way, Romeo's going to make a brief cameo in my vlog today. If you go check that out. Um, anyway, I couldn't see myself. Uh, probably a good thing, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, save room for the Lord. You got to dance far apart. All right, purity culture. So anyway, Claire, we got hard launches, and then we got Claire. She's coming at it, just ready to go, full snow bunny mode with her um, CEO fiancé, uh, doing a nice little dip there. They're practicing their wedding dance. Let me tell you, sir, you got to be careful. You don't want to drop the lady. Trust me. Um, by the way, so I made this Instagram reel yesterday. I'm going to try to get into the Instagram reel game more because I don't feel like it'll be good for me to just cut and copy uh, what I do in this long form videos, rather just give up a, a brand new minute take. Historic so here was yesterday. For Bachelor star Becca Tilly yesterday on the front lawn of the White House. She was there to witness the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act by President Joe Biden. So I covered this story, which basically exposed a lot of the grifting that has happened in the Republican Party because, you know, 70% of our country approves in gay marriage and the Respect for uh, Marriage Act is all about just solidifying the fact that um, uh, gay and also interracial marriage is protected federally. Important to be protected in case some states decide to rescind whatever, you know. So that was a good thing. But 
even though 70% of our country support this, and I'm sure more people do, um, but it's an exponential growth in supporting this, we also have a problem. And when it comes to Respect for Marriage Act, look, I'm talking to an audience of people that watch The Bachelor, where people, you know, fall in love, bump their Harrisons. Yeah, that's right. I said bump the Harrisons. Someone's like, can you stop saying bump the Harrisons four times now? Bump the Harrisons. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Pump the Palmer if you do. Uh, Hit the like button. Do something. Uh, But you've got, uh, you've got, this audience we have that all about marriage and it's all about like finding love and proper communication and respecting others and building empathy for our fellow neighbors, those that we know and those that we don't know, those that look like us, those that don't look us, older, younger, sex, religion, race, all those things. It's all about just kind of understanding we all have the same DNA. We all bleed the same blood, relatively speaking. And yet still, there was something like 169 Republicans that didn't sign off on this bill. And you looked at why, and we talked about it, right? Very briefly, we talked about the fact that, um, you know, there was a lot of right-wing and evangelical leaders writing in. So not exactly the constituents, but the powerful leaders that have money for donations and campaign funds and influence convinced them not to sign this bill because they thought that it wasn't going to protect traditional marriage. Traditional marriage is not a threat. It's already protected. Giving someone else rights doesn't take them away from you or I, right? So anyway, I make this and I just get nonstop Every negative review on the podcast, and, I, and again, I don't, this doesn't bother me. I'm just using this as a little motivation here. Every negative review on the podcast, we've got 377 ratings. Every single one is politically rated uh, or motivated. It would be kind of nice if someone was like, you know what? I just don't like his hairline. Bad audio. One star. No, but it's always someone who's not comfortable hearing a point of view that's attached to something to do with the show. So we talk about the show, but we also talk about real life issues. That's why we, uh, that, that's why the channel is successful. Now, could it be more successful if I kind of towed the line and, and you, know, uh, you know, went straight down the center? Maybe, but I have no problem accepting and listening to other people's points of views, const- uh, you know, speaking of constituents, voters. That's fine. It's the political leaders that are dipping into your pockets, stealing your money that I have a problem with. And don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I'm pro-blindly supporting of left versus right. Not at all. The amount of corporate greed exists on both sides. The amount of um, uh, insider dealing and Pelosi's stock trading and all that. It's a problem. It's a class issue. So anyway, I got this beautiful one-star review. I'd give a five-star, but I'm sick of the digs at conservatives. You sound like the rest of the brainwashed podcasters. Peace. So is it that all podcasters are brainwashed? Or I'm sorry, are you the one who's blindly supporting people that are robbing you blind? And it's come out, and look, if NPR is not the most centrist, trusted reporting, I don't know what is, that Donald Trump's campaign took a quarter billion dollars in donations from supporters that said it was going to go to an election defense fund. And of course, we find out that's not where it went at all. He's robbing you blind, and people are realizing it. New polls came out yesterday that DeSantis, who really isn't institutionally too different than Trump. He's kicking Trump's ass in the new polls, which is very shocking. But, you know, you should be really upset if you are actually a conservative and want small business and small regulations and this and that. You know, that means less controlling of others, more free, you know, those types of things. But it's become some sort of weird ideological issue. So we have Walker who lost. This is like um, the billion dollar Yankees losing to like a little league team because he's or was in a red state, Georgia. They were going to vote Republican. He couldn't have messed this up. 
But Walker, Herschel Walker's, and of course he did lose, right, in the runoff uh, by a lot, to be honest. Uh, Walker's campaign tells Republicans to stop deceptive fundraising in Georgia runoff. So all of this money that was stolen, you know, with the election fraud was re-stolen. They, they, stole, they stole multiple times from the same people that are blindly donating. Four committees, one of them associated with President Trump, former President Trump, kept 90% of contributions soliciting for Senator GOP candidate Herschel Walker. So not only did he lose, but if Trump didn't steal the money that he stole saying, oh, we're going to, you know, can't raise campaign funds, he kept it for his 2024 presidential campaign, which he's going to need it because he's down by a lot. And that's just in the primary. That's not a, from a conservative. That's in the primary. That's a, the infighting that's happening in the Republican Party is shocking to watch it's kind of like rubbernecking when you drive by a crash you're like yikes who's at fault look at the coefficient of friction skid marks everywhere so anyway when people want to come at me for just progressive crap listen i'm not for the left i'm not for the right i'm for the fucking people okay i'm for the people that spend their money and work hard to earn their money we could have a higher minimum wage that are getting robbed blind i'll tell you this I have a plenty of family that has different political leanings than I do. I, if I found out that they were donating to campaigns that were robbing them, I would, I would literally have to move back home and deprogram them and take off all the toxicity on their phones and all the different garbage that they're receiving. It's nasty out there. So I just, I really hope that's not our audience. I think we've pushed them away, to be honest. I don't think these one-star review people are the types that are, uh, you know, sticking around for long, but you got to crack an egg to make an omelet. You got to talk about these things. So if anyone's wondering that blindly on this side, oh, he said this. Oh, he talked about that. Oh, you know, people are so quick to hear what side you're on so that they can run away and scurry into the darkness and, and, you know, whatever. No, we don't need to be like that. We need to be for the American people, for all of us. And we need to collectively, like, I've been kind of quiet. I think it's time. I think it's time we start shining a light on the dark areas and kind of go like, okay, we're done being part of the cult. Let's take money out of politics across the board. Let's start voting for people who support the Respect for Marriage Act. Let's start voting for candidates that actually are fighting for you. Has Marjorie Taylor Greene passed one bill? She's just some weird puppet on Twitter who's creating fear and stoking all this. No, it's garbage, folks. I'm not going to have it. If you want to stick around and hear an honest person's thoughts who's not, you know, wooed or, or um, you know, uh, governed by uh, certain, certain donors, hang out here. Yeah, and we'll keep getting some negative reviews from people going, I thought this was a Bachelor Recap channel. Listen, my name is Dave Neal, and this is my thoughts on a lot of different things. And we're going to center those around the niche discussion of life and humanity around Bachelor. Does that make sense? That just feels like I was saying a bunch of words there. So anyway, I understand that that can be triggering for some, and I just wanted a place to unwind. Well, whatever it is that you want, you can go find it. But what I need for me is authenticity to tell you how I truly feel. And I think even if we crack a few eggs to make an omelet, we'll end up feeding our souls better off by being authentic. And you won't find any grifting from me. No Surrey Bob, no grifting from old Dave Neal Power Recapper. Well, we're closing down on the week. Tomorrow's Friday. We've got a couple. Uh, so far, it's a light. Like I've said for a few weeks now, it's uh, the news is light out there, which means something earth shattering is around the corner. Please just give it to me now. Don't wait till Christmas Day. I don't want to have to fire up the recap station while we're unboxing presents. All right, folks. It's been my pleasure chatting with you guys on your drive home. I've been Dave Neal, and this has been Bachelor Rush Hour.